to this week's edition of Wall Street to Main Street, where I give you the rundown on the market, my commentary, and analysis. Let's get to uh, last week's uh, market performance. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at 24,331, up 2.56%. NASDAQ closed at 9,121, up 6%. And the S&P 500 closed at a level of 2,000. 929 up 3.5%. So as you can see, all the three major indices uh, were up quite a bit. Um, so uh, good market action last week. Uh, I wanted to get to uh, some of the market headlines. Number one, uh, J. Crew filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on Tuesday after reaching a deal with its creditors to swap about $2 billion in debt for an 82% equity stake in the reorganized J. Crew. So basically what's happening is all the creditors, the people who are given loan money to J. Crew, they're going to forgive the loan and basically take an equity stake in the company. And this is pretty much common when you see large-scale bankruptcies. Also, uh, J. Crew uh, was once a popular retailer with $2.5 billion in revenues last year. But over time, they fell out of favor with consumers who just didn't want to pay high prices for their fashions. Another big uh, headline also uh, revolved around uh, bankruptcy. The luxury retailer Neiman Marcus also filed for bankruptcy this week as it struggled with its debt load and the fallout from the coronavirus. This coronavirus pandem pandemic has had a huge impact uh, on all the retailers. They've been struggling with uh, competition from online arrivals and dwindling cash before the out outbreak. The bankruptcy filing will help it eliminate roughly $4 billion in debt that remains as a memento from its sale to private equity firm Aries Management and the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board in 2013. Part of that, they were owned by PE firms TPG Capital and Warburg Pincus, who bought them for $5 billion in 2005. I think this is just the beginning of their retail bankruptcies. Uh, look uh, forward to seeing some more as the uh, year progresses. Also, I wanted to uh, touch on uh, something that uh, Warren Buffett uh, talked about uh, on his uh, interview with uh, Becky Quick. Berkshire Hathaway's had their annual meeting uh, last week. And as every year for the last, I think, 12 years, uh, Becky Quick interviews uh, Warren Buffett just prior to uh, the uh, shareholders meeting. So I just want to uh, go over a couple of things that uh, Warren mentioned uh, in his interview with uh, Becky Quick. So with the uh, recent uh, downturn in the market, did the value of the business enterprise that you own change so, so drastically? So basically, Warren Buffett is saying that uh, with a sudden downturn in the market, did, did the business values drop so drastically in, in uh, such a short period of time? I think uh, we know the answer to that. Buffett's long-term outlook for business has not changed. He's uh, positive on the U.S. business, on U.S. enterprises, so he sees a future uh, which is higher for the stock market. Now, he also mentioned that these are very unusual conditions and what he was referring to was the 10-year treasury, treasury yields. Now, currently, the 10-year yield is at 0.68%. 
So it makes no sense to lend money at 0.68% to the U.S. government when it's government policy to have 2% per year inflation. The government is telling you that we're going to give you 0.68% in interest and tax you on it, while on the other hand, we're going to presumably devalue that money at 2% per year. That just doesn't make any sense. So that's why he mentioned that these are very unusual conditions. Buffett also, also mentioned that Apple is probably the best business in the world. He's been very bullish on Apple and um, his uh, portfolio owns a huge uh, position in Apple. Uh, Apple is Berks, Berkshire Hathaway's third largest holding behind insurance and railroads. Buffett also thinks that uh, bank stocks are very attractive compared to most other securities out there. Bank stocks are a big part of Berkshire Hathaway's portfolio. Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, BNY Mellon, and U.S. Bank Corp. are all among Berkshire's 15 largest stockholdings. So I just want to go over some of the things that I think were kind of noteworthy in the interview. Now let's get to employment data. So this past week on Thursday, the uh, government, specifically the Bureau of Labor Statistics, came out uh, with the April jobs numbers. So in April, uh, a total of 20.5 million people were unemployed. The unemployment rate rose to 14.7%. Now both of these are post-World War II records. The U6 unemployment, which is the real unemployment rate, that includes workers not looking for jobs and the underemployed, that number surged to 22.8%. So the real unemployment rate is 22.8%. That's staggering. These numbers are bleak and point a very dismal picture. But April may be it for jobs, job losses going forward with the country starting to reopen. So as we see uh, more and more states opening up and as, as uh, things start to return to normal, the uh, unemployment uh, rate uh, should start to tick down. So with the bad numbers from the unemployment front, why was the market up for the week? In fact, the market was, was up uh, quite a bit. All three indices were up uh, three, uh, three plus percent. So why is it that, that the market basically shrugged, shrugged off all the bad uh, news uh, from the employment front? And also uh, some of the uh, bankruptcy filings that we talked about, J. Crew and Neiman Marcus, and their whole host of uh, other bankruptcies in the uh, oil space. We talked about uh, what's happening with uh, the oil patch. So even with all this bad news, why was it that uh, the market uh, was up? Well, I think it's because the market has already factored in the fallout, fallout in unemployment and also some of the other um, mess that we've seen out there with, with uh, bankruptcies and then uh, companies uh, losing money in the uh, first quarter, that's already been uh, baked in. The market is a forward-looking indicator. They're seeing that with 37 states opening up the economy to varying degrees, we'll see a return to normalcy. The market is anticipating a return to growth. Let's see what happens in the coming weeks. Well, that's all I have for you all for this week. Until next week, stay safe.